0: trust in Him. On this glory road I'm traveling, many times I've stumbled on my way. But praise the Lord, I soon made me me, me. to that land of perfect peace Some heaven's land my journey you shall I'll say goodbye good To the throne of silver In that fair land I'll take my stand To be on this road to glory In that fair land, I'll take my stand to be on this road to glory, on this road to glory, on this road to glory, road to glory. land. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's have Brother Luper. Brother Luper.
1: Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord today. Why don't we give God a big hand clap of praise this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Lord bless you. You may be seated. It's good to be in God's house today. So thankful for God's goodness, His mercy, His blessings, allowing us to be in His house to worship, to praise, and to magnify His wonderful name. Amen, I'm thankful that I know who Jesus is. Amen, I'm thankful I know who Jesus is. Thankful that I've been buried in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ for the remission of my sins. I'm so thankful that I've been filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. God is good to us today. How I many's real glad that you know the Lord and the power of the Holy Ghost? Praise God. <clears throat> Praise God so thankful for God's goodness, His blessings, His mercy, and allowing us to be in His house today to come together to worship, to praise, and to magnify His wonderful name. Amen. God is good to us, and uh, He's certainly been good to me, and uh, appreciate the lesson this morning, and no, I did not have Brother Duplessis to preach that and uh, talk about that, but, but it is good anyway. Amen. And uh, I have found that it works. It works in my life. And uh, I practice what I preach. And uh, just for your information, I did not put my tithe back into this church to help us or to benefit us. But it goes directly into the ministry and uh, to different ministries. So we are uh, blessed. And uh, I've found out that you can't outgive God. And uh, I find out when you try to hold back from God, he's going to get it somewhere or another. And uh, I'm thankful for God's goodness and his blessings to me. And uh, thank you, Brother Duplice. It's good to see everyone that is in the house of the Lord. And I know this is a holiday weekend, so people's here and there doing this and that. But we are, uh, as we celebrate um, this holiday, July the 4th, we are thankful. And I am so grateful that I am an American. I'm thankful for this country. And I'm thankful for the freedom that we have in this country. And uh, we were just this past week in a foreign country of Honduras. And uh, they have some nice things over there. And they have some pretty sights over there. But they have a lot more ugly sights and bad things than they do nice things. See people in poverty. And uh, people that have nothing. I was. Uh, we were having church. I think it was Monday night in a soccer field on the side of a hill, and uh, so we got up there to go and do outreach. And uh, their hills are not quite like our hills. They're a lot more like small mountains, and um, the houses and everything is just built on the side of those mountains, and uh, they. Groups was getting together, so they got us together and they said, Brother Looper, that, that, see that light over there on top of that hill? That's where you got to go and witness to those people and invite them to church. So to get over there, you had to go down in the valley and back up on the mountain. I said, You know, those people probably are not going to get an invite tonight. And uh, so we started walking. I thought they were just joking. That's exactly where they took me. And uh, I made it almost to the top, and then me and my wife turned around to come back, but they did get over there and uh, had a wonderful move of God. And then back there Friday night, wonderful time. And uh, thank God for allowing us to go. And then thank God, so, so thankful to God that He brought us back safe and sound again. And uh, God is so good to us. And if you've never been away from this country... It's kind of difficult to really appreciate the things that we have, the things that we have been blessed with that we take for granted. And, um, you know, just everyday life, such as just clean water, water that you can brush your teeth with, and uh, water that you can drink out of a faucet. And you don't do that there, and you don't do that in foreign countries. And uh, God has blessed us. Electricity that stays on more than it goes off. That's a blessing that we enjoy here. And the modern conveniences that we have of uh, wonderful air condition and uh, lights and all that God has blessed us with. And the freedom. main thing is the freedom and an opportunity to succeed in life. And the day we are gathered here. Uh, to worship God. But the reason why we are gathered here in such modern-day conveniences and the freedom that we have is because of men that gave their life and sacrificed their life for us, that we would have this freedom, this opportunity. And as we celebrate our independence today, we are thankful. And uh, God bless America. Amen. 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 It's still... (laughs) It's still the best place in the entire world to be. And if you feel otherwise, you are to go wherever you feel comfortable at. But I'm glad I'm an American. Amen. Amen. Everything is better in America. Thank God. And He is so good to us. And uh, so we're glad to be back. I want to um, thank all of you for your faithfulness uh, while we're gone. Again, I will be uh, leaving again Thursday morning, but I won't be missing service Wednesday night. I'll be here Wednesday night, leaving Thursday, be gone Thursday and Friday and coming home Saturday preaching a youth event over in Mississippi and then uh Sunday morning, we leave going on a youth trip, and um, we get back from there, and I would like to say that it's over for the summer, but then we have two youth camps, and uh, then we get back from there, and in September I'm going again, but Anyway, we are, um, we pray that God, and I thank you for your patience. I know that the last three years I've missed a lot of services through the summer, and um, I appreciate your patience and, and, uh, and allowing us to do that and uh, preaching the gospel in different places. And uh, so thank you, and uh, we'll be back home all settled in again before too much longer. Uh, and don't forget. Our youth trip coming up, we'll be leaving next Sunday, and uh, FPC is going to be trumping to D.C. next Sunday, so we're going to have a great time, and uh, looking forward to that. Also, when we get back from there, youth camp will start. Senior camp will be um, uh, July the 24th through the 27th. be making plans to attend that. Junior camp is the 31st through August the 2nd. So all of you make plans to attend that. We'll be putting a sign-up sheet on the welcoming desk soon for that. So we need to get your names of who all is going. And uh, I encourage every young person, every young person to go. I encourage parents to go. It's a wonderful time. We have a great time in the Lord, a lot of fun, and uh, a great move of the Holy Ghost. And we're looking for the same thing this year and uh, God to meet with us tonight we will be having choir practice and uh, so uh, they will be here to uh, work on the sound system tonight and so we need all the choir here all the musicians here at 5:15 and uh, we'll be working on that tonight and they'll be in service with us tonight so uh, be here early and uh, be ready to practice and ready to sing and so then <clears throat> We want to remember to pray for those who are sick and able to be here, especially for Sister Galen. Ask the Lord to give her a miracle in her body. And uh, doesn't this concrete look good? Man, we're so thankful. We're so thankful. And uh, I walked into uh, the uh, prayer breakfast this morning, men's fellowship this morning. Brother Jerry had a smile on his face like I haven't seen in a long time. And uh, I was wondering why. But I think I got a good hint when I pulled up here this morning and seen that driveway completed. So Wednesday night we'll have the strings down and everybody can continue on and uh, going in the right direction again. We're thankful that God has blessed us. I'm thankful that God blessed us with the Ishcomer family. They've been a great addition. And thank him so much for his, uh, his willingness, desiring. I didn't force him to do this, but he willingly done it. And we're so thankful. And even though this concrete was very, 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 very expensive, um, Brother Jerry was saved us a whole lot of money. And for that, we are grateful and thankful for that. Lord bless the Ishcomer family. Amen. Amen. And uh, so be sure to let him know and uh, how much we appreciate what he has done for us here at the church. And uh, the Lord will continue to bless him. So pray for me. Uh, Thursday night I'll be preaching over in Mississippi and ask the Lord to help us and give us a great uh, move of the Holy Ghost and uh, bring us home safe. I pray that the Lord keep his hand of protection on everyone this week. And I know, uh, I believe it is Tuesday, is July the 4th and um, so that god would keep his hand of protection over everyone and uh, it'll be a lot of people celebrating a lot of people celebrating in the wrong way and uh, so be very 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 careful extra cautious and uh, that the lord bring us all back to his house safe wednesday night and uh, so we are here today good to see all of our guests that are here And if you are a guest, we want you to know how glad that we are that you are in the house of the Lord. At this time, why don't the church folks give all of our guests a good hand clap? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Lord bless you for being in church. Uh, I I want to talk to you about some things uh, this morning. And uh, if you have your Bibles, you can just remain seated. You do not have to stand for this. I'll be dealing with these scriptures as we go. Um, but 2 Timothy chapter number 3. 2 Timothy chapter number 3. And I'm going to read a few uh, verses of scripture there. But we are, we are living in trouble sometimes. Amen. There is trouble on every hand. There, uh, the world is in a chaotic state. And uh, as we look at world events, I've been uh, away from the news for the last seven days pretty much and uh, haven't heard a lot about things that are going on, but I know things just continue on. I did hear about the shooting in Arkansas. I heard about uh, the shooting in San Antonio, and I believe there was another one in New York. A doctor shot some folks in a hospital or something. And uh, there, is, there is trouble. There's trouble on every hand. And it seems like that everywhere we look, there is more chaos and more trouble and more disturbing scenes. And I, I think today it's because the adversary is uh, on the loose. And the adversary is continuing uh, to try his best to ruin to destroy and to wreck uh, everything that he possibly can. And uh, it doesn't matter if you're here or if you're somewhere else. It doesn't matter if you're in America or you're in a foreign country. There is still uh, chaotic situations. We have the situations of ISIS and those who would like uh, to wreak havoc upon the Western world. We have the situation of the little, short, fat, crazy man that's trying to get a nuclear weapon. And uh, so there is no peace. The Bible says that when man cry peace and safety, look for sudden destruction. Second Timothy chapter 3 and verse number 1 starts out by telling us that this, know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. That it is not a possibility that perilous times will come, but the Bible says that perilous times shall come. And then it says in verse number 2, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. How, How true is that today when you look at Society and the things that are going on in society that men are truly in love with themselves. And uh, mankind, it is not speaking of just the male gender, but it is talking about mankind is in love with themselves. How many, uh, you know, a few years ago you didn't hear about near as many facelifts as you do now. But every... Advertisement. You can't listen to the radio without it trying to tell you how you can improve on uh, yourself and how that you can make yourself prettier. Men are lovers of themselves, and they are uh, they are struck on themselves. They are uh, they are encouraged sometimes uh, by themselves. It's not about. Uh, what I can do for someone else, but it's all about what I can do for me. And it's all about me. How many has ever heard that? What about, what about me? And that is what society is. Pamper yourself. Take care of yourself. Do it for yourself. And people, people today are getting in and out of relationships because they are concerned not about other people that are involved, but they are concerned only of themselves. It says they are covetous. They are boasters. They are proud. They are blasphemers. They are disobedient to parents. They are unthankful. They are unholy. Now these things are truly coming to pass today. How many in the last, last couple of weeks are the last month or so has heard some young person or some child in a public place say something that you could not imagine that they would say to their parents. They are unholy. They are disobedient to parents. I've heard children tell their parents, shut up. I don't want to. I don't have to listen to you. I don't have to mind you. And, uh, It's quite obvious today that I never told my mama or my daddy that or I would not be standing before you today. They are, they are disobedient. They take no advice. They take no instruction. They do not, uh, have, have, uh, any, any desire for someone that would look over them or protect them or care for them. They are, unthankful. People today are very unthankful. It's not being thankful for what you have done. It's always asking what else will you do in the future? It's kind of like when you when you buy your children something and we all know that our children are spoiled. Amen. They are, they are, and we know that they are. And so when we start buying them something, they look and say What else are you going to get me? It's not, don't even take the time to say, man, that's so nice. I appreciate that. But but what are you going to, did you get me anything else? Do I have anything else coming to me? Unthankful. And then they are unholy. The Bible says in verse number three, without natural affections. Now that's the true day and hour that we live in. You can't. You can't read the newspaper or listen to the radio without the ungodliness of own man's own lustful desires of what he is going after. Uh, just last week while we were leaving uh, the country, they were celebrating Gay Pride Week in Houston. I've I seen a picture in the paper where the crosswalks of a major intersection that they painted in the rainbow colors to say gay pride. Even the chief of police was in the head car of the parade with rainbow colors painted on the badge of Houston police. We are living in a crazy, crazy world. And I, I, I just, you know, I know there's some 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 uh, nice looking handsome guys in the house today but I've never seen a man that I was attracted to just thought I'd drop that in on you and if you do if you're a male and you're seeing that that's still not right you need to pray that God would give you deliverance amen I don't care what the world says it's without natural affections there is something about lust There is something about sexual sins. It is never, ever, ever satisfied. It continues to grow. It continues to lust for more because it will never be satisfied. They are truth breakers. People cannot tell the truth. They are false accusers. Amen. They will get on social media and say stuff that is not true. They will falsely accuse one another they will falsely print and say and do things they are in content they are fierce they are despisers of uh, those that do good anything is, that is good they despise and they hate they make fun of they ridicule they laugh at they mock they mock at Christian people that tries to keep themselves holy and pure and undefiled by this world. They will laugh and mock at young people that refuse to give in to the sexual sins and desires and lusts of this world and say that you're missing out on a good time. You need to live life to the fullest. But let me remind you today that it is still God's will and God's purpose and God's plan that you keep yourself pure and holy and righteous before God. Let them ridicule. Let them mock. Let them laugh. Let them make fun of you as you walk up and down the streets of this society and and you walk up and down the hallways of your school and you walk
2: up and down the college hallways and you're, you're walking in the workplace. Let them say what they will. But you hold fast to God's will,
1: God's plan, and God's commandments for you and your life. They make fun. They despise those that are good. They make light of those who would do good. They are traitors. They are heady. They are high-minded. They are lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Sometimes our blessings that God has given us is the worst thing that we could ever have. We become lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Look how many places is places of entertainment, places to entertain. All the devices that is made are made to entertain, to entertain us, to give us pleasure, to give us happiness, to give us joy, to give us a moment of pleasure they are lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God as I have been in foreign places this year I've seen the hunger and the desire of people for God unlike here in America we went out on outreach and people that we invited people that I personally invited comes to the house of worship come to the soccer field to, to be in church with us How often have we invited people and they are too busy with life and too busy with pleasures and too busy with activities to come to worship God. They have become lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. We are blessed so much to where we have been blessed so much that God has been blessed completely out of our life. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Having a form, they have a form. They have places of worship. They have places that they they go to, so-called worship their God. They have a form of godliness, but they devi- they defy and deny. The power of God. What is this talking about? This is saying they want God and they say that they have God, but they denied the powerful changing
2: experience that God gives people. I want to tell you today, if God did not change you when He come into your life, you better make sure that you got a hold of God in the first place. Amen. Because God loves you the way that you are. But He loves you way too much to leave you the way that you are. Amen. I want to tell you today that there is still a God that changes lives and hearts and souls of mankind. We are still serving and worshiping a God that is able to change you. He's able to deliver you. He's able to set you free. He's able to set free the alcoholic. He's able to set free the drug addict. He's able to change the prostitute.
1: Amen. Amen. In times like these, and I have read all of that and talked about that to get to what I would have to say to you today maybe it won't take me as long to say what I want to say as it did to get to where I want to say but in times like this we are tempted as the people of God we are tempted as the church of God we are tempted as the saints of God to just hunker down and hold on to what we have we are tempted sometimes like that we look for a shelter. We are tempted sometimes, as we would say as a hurricane would come through, to, to get all, all the provisions that we need and, and just to stockpile the things that we need for our household and just hunker down and hold on till the storm passes over. But I want to tell you today that that is not what the church is called to do. That is not the mission of the church. That's not God's design of the church. The church was not born in the second chapter of the book of Acts and placed into existence in this world to be of none effect and just to hunker down and
2: be quiet and watch the world go to hell in a handbasket so to speak amen but the church was called not to just survive but the church was called to thrive amen we were never called just to hold on but we were called to exceed and excel and to be everything that God has called us to be amen in this dark and dreary world it is amazing that the dark of the night never diminishes the power of the light amen the darker this world gets the more treacherous this world seems to get the more sin that enters into this world amen the more destructive the adversary seems to get on every hand the more powerful the more glorious the more beautiful The stronger the church should become in this world. I come to tell you today, we are not a light that should be hid under a bushel. Amen. But we are a city that is set upon a hill. We are a ray of hope to a lost and a dying world. Amen. We are deliverance to the bound. We are to set free the captive and those who are hungry for God. Amen. Amen. Church, it's time to shine. Church, it's time to have revival. Church, it's time to move up and move out in God. It's time to do more than we've ever done before. Somebody clap your hands unto the Lord. Amen,
1: amen, amen. But if we so, so many times... We put off today what we can do tomorrow. And we keep pushing the buck a little bit further. And we keep saying, let somebody else do it. Let somebody else take care of it. Amen. As I as I was there in Honduras this past week, it's a beautiful place. They've got a lot of beautiful things there, but they have some very uh, disheartening and trouble things there. And I looked at such a beautiful place. And people would throw their trash down on the streets. And people would pile their garbage up in piles. And people drinking a Coke, when they got through with it, would just drop it in the water. And I looked as we went down the bank and up on those beautiful beaches. And and in that crystal clear uh, green emerald water, there was trash that littered everywhere. And, and I'm wondering, I, I, I looked at that, I said, look at Just look at the trash that is around here. And I'm wondering why in the world,
2: why don't somebody take it upon themselves to start some kind of cleanup project? They don't have jobs. They don't have anything to do. There's nothing for them to do. Why don't somebody make up in their mind, I'm going to make a change. And I think about the church in this world that we live in. God chose you to live in this generation for a purpose. God had a plan and a purpose and a rhyme and a reason for your life. Young person, you're not here by accident. Amen. Saint of God, you didn't just stagger into the house of God, but God called you for a purpose. God called you with a plan in mind. Amen. God called you because you could do something for him and you could be something for him and you could win somebody to. To him.
1: Oh, hallelujah. I don't know what all you guys done last night, but you're all a little sleepy here, so I'm going to preach until I wake you up. Amen. We can go ahead and wake up now and have church, or we can continue on for a little while. Amen. But I come with a burden in my heart and in my spirit to remind you that what God
2: has called you to do. Some of you have hunkered down in the corner and said, I'm going to hold on to what I've got, and I'm just going to try to maintain. I want to tell you, when you're trying to maintain, you're losing the battle. When you're trying to maintain you will never be what God has called you to be. When you're trying to maintain you're going to lose your kids. When you're trying to maintain you're going to lose your family. When you're trying to maintain you are never accomplishing anything but you will continue to slide backwards. Amen. The church was never called to be in a maintenance program but the church was called to be in a victorious outreach program. Amen. We were called to thrive. We were called to have revival. We were called to pray people through. We were called to baptize people in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. That is the mission of the church. Amen. One man said, tomorrow is the devil's day. But today is God's day. Satan does not care how spiritual your intentions are or how holy your resolutions are. If only they are determined to be done tomorrow. Tomorrow is the devil's day. Amen. But today is a day that God has made. And today is a day that God has placed us in. Today is a day for the church. I don't care if there's sin on every corner. God's greater than sin. I don't care if there's destruction on every hand. God is greater than destruction No matter what your problem is I don't care if you're sick in your body God's greater than your sickness I don't care if you're depressed In your spirit God is greater than your depression You were not made for that You were made for this You were made to glorify God You were made to praise God You were made to lift your voice to Him Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. Everybody. Everybody wants a book of Acts church. Let me tell you, this this world has enough dead religion. This world has enough fake religion. This world has enough religion without God. It's not looking for another dead, dry, dull religion. Amen. Pentecostals are supposed to be Pentecostals. Apostolics were called to be apostolics. Amen. The church was called to do the work of the church. How do we find out what the church was doing? We go to the book of Acts. And we find that when the Holy Ghost was poured out in the second chapter of the book of Acts, can I tell you the world was in a chaotic
2: situation then. And it's been ever since then. Amen. Do
1: you realize that the Romans were overtaking the Jews and they were killing and they were persecuting them? Do you realize the trouble that was going on? Do you realize that they had just killed Jesus some 50-something days
2: before the disciples and the rest of them gathered in the upper room? Do you realize the trouble that they had? They had lost their leader. They had lost the one that called them. They had lost the one that cared for them. Amen. They had seen, and Peter realized this. He said, you by wicked hands, you killed him. You destroyed him. You hung him on a cross. Amen. But I want to tell you after that, there's a promise. There's a promise. There's there's a promise. I come to tell you as long as the church is in the world, we have a promise from God. Amen. As long as the church is in the world, the church is going to be victorious. The church is going to have revival. The church is going to be on the move. The church is going to be working for God. Ah, hallelujah. Jesus, he's called you for a purpose.
1: In that dark world, in that chaotic situation, in that terrible, troublesome times, and I'm just about ready to close if they come to the music, in the time where they had just took Christ to the cross, here comes the church in that dark time, in that troublesome time. Here comes a bright light glowing and shining. That's the reason why this property right here should be the brightest place in this city. We should keep it as beautiful as we have the money to keep it. We should make it as nice as we possibly can. I know I know it was good without a parking lot, but it's better with a parking lot. I know the gym was nice before we done the remodel, but it's better with the remodel. I know the auditorium was beautiful before we changed it, but it's better than it was before. Amen. we got to keep improving. Why? Because this is not just any old place. This is not City Hall. This is not the downtown mall. Amen. This is not the, the local restaurant or the local tavern.
2: But this is where the church gathers together to worship, to magnify, to praise, and to glorify God. We come into this place where we can Help those who are hurting.
1: Amen. Amen. The upper room. The upper room experience. The church placed in the middle of a dark world. The church placed in the middle of chaos. But I want to tell you, the darker the night, the brighter the light. Amen. You can take a flashlight. How many has how got, got a cell phone this morning? I know you got a cell phone. How many has got a light on that cell phone? Hey, Amen. Everybody that's got a light on your cell phone, take your cell phone out. Now this is the only time you're going to hear me say take your cell phone out in church. I want you to turn on that light on that cell phone. Turn on your light. Come on, you've got to be quicker than that. Come on, let a teenager turn it on for you. Look at those lights. Those lights look good. They're bright. I can see those lights. But none of those lights hurt my eyes. But I want to tell you, when you come in here and all the lights are off in the middle of the night, and we have those floodlights that shine through this light, I want to tell you, it gets dark. That's the reason why God hears me pray in the daylight. It gets dark in here. I'm not. You're not going to catch me walking around here in the pitch black darkness. It ain't going to happen. Amen. Amen. Men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. My deeds are not evil. So God hears me when the sun's shining. Amen. But those lights are not very bright in here today. But you walk in the middle of a dark room and you can see, you can see, I. I you can't even see that light shining on the floor right in front of you because it is light. But the darker the night the brighter
2: the light. I want to tell you the more sin that comes into the world. Don't let it disturb you. Don't let it rock your world. Don't let it discourage you. Don't let it make you crawl in a cave somewhere. But let it encourage you and say, Hey, God has called me for such a time as this. God has given me the greatest opportunity known to man. It's dark outside, but it's light in the kingdom of God. Amen, God's going to fill somebody with the Holy Ghost. God's going to save my family. I'm not in a maintenance program, but I'm in a soul winning program. I'm not here to crawl in a hole, but I'm here to shout it from the mountaintop.
1: Amen. Hallelujah. Revival. The Bible says in Acts chapter 2 and verse number 47 praising God having favor with all people. And the Lord added unto the church daily. The Lord added unto the church daily such as should be saved. The Lord added to the church daily I said the Lord added to the church daily. Amen. The problem is some of you that are in the church has hunkered down. Amen. And said, oh, I can't do anything. I can't change anything. I can't make a difference. Oh, yes, you can make a difference. Are you tired of listening to the devil? Are you tired
2: of listening to the adversary that says, oh, poor little old me. I'm just going to try to take what little bit I have. And I'm going to take it and and, and I'm going to eat it and then I'm going to die. But the widow woman, amen, done the best thing that she could do in the worst time of her life. She said, I could take it and I could eat it and me and my son could die. Or I could take it and give it to God and see what God would do. And the meal barrel never went dry. And the oil crews never went dry. Just keep on a-dipping. Keep on a-giving. And keep on a Dip give of yourself. Give of yourself to the community. Give of yourself to those who are around you. Preach to the lost. Witness to those who have not.
1: And see if God won't open up the windows of heaven as we all stand today. If God will not open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you are unable to contain or to hold in. Why? Because you already was willing to give out and to say, here I am, God. Here I am, God. Use me. Use me. Use me. Use me, God. Take me, God. I want to be part of your victorious church. I want to be called doing what you have called us to do. I want to be found doing what you have called us to do. I want to be found working for you. I might die in the field, but I'd rather die in the field than die in the bed. It's like people that has a terrible sickness. I've seen those who got the bad news and immediately, They wasn't feeling bad, but immediately when they got the bad news, they just started withering away. And I've seen those that said, I'm going to make the best out of a bad situation. And I'm going to go until I can't go anymore. And I'm going to enjoy life until there is no life left. Amen. it wasn't because their situation was not bad, but it's a way that they went into their situation determined the way that you will come out. You can say, oh man, my life is rough. I I can't do anything. I have no skills. I have no talent. I, I have nothing to give God. Yeah, you do or He would have never saved you. He saved you for a purpose. You can be a witness. You can see your family saved. Get on your knees. Get on your phone. You can see revival in your home. You can see your lost loved ones brought back to the house of God. You can see your neighbors brought to the house of God. You can see God feel somebody with the Holy Ghost. God is still in the Holy Ghost feeling business. You can still have revival. We can still have revival. But you have got to get out of the maintenance mode and the hunker down mode And quit saying, tomorrow I'll do such and such. Tomorrow I'll be better. Tomorrow I'll be stronger. Tomorrow I'll be greater. Tomorrow I'll be a greater Christian. Tomorrow I'll be a witness. What about today? What about right now? What about right now? I want you to lift your hands toward heaven right now. In Jesus' name. Somebody let God use them in the Holy Ghost right now. Why don't somebody let God speak to you today? Hallelujah. 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 Come on, somebody lift your voice. Lift your voice unto the Lord right now. Let God talk to you right now. The devil's got you focusing on everything that's bad and not good and not working in your life. Amen. Look at the opportunities that present itself to you. Look at the opportunities that are there. Oh, my workplace is bad. Look at
2: the opportunity. My school is terrible. Look at the opportunity. Amen. My home life is awful. Look at the opportunity. What God
1: can do through you. Hallelujah, come on, come on somebody reach out to the Lord Somebody reach out to the Lord. Somebody reach out to the Lord right now. Hallelujah hallelujah hallelujah.
2: If you want God to use you and you want
1: God to work through you and you want to be what God has called you to be, why don't you step out from where you're sitting right or standing right now? Make your way to this front. Lift anything, your hands toward Lord, heaven and say, here I am, God. Here I am, God. Help me, Holy Ghost. You can use anything, Lord. You
0: can use me. Use me, God.
3: Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Work
1: with me, God.
3: Use my heart, Lord, speak through me. You can use it. You can use anything, Lord. You can use hallelujah, me. Hallelujah, hallelujah, You can hallelujah. use anything, Lord. You can use Holy me. Power. Holy Ghost power right now, right Take now, my hands, Lord, and my right feet. Now, right now, Here's my Lord. heart, Lord, speak In through Jesus me. Thanks. You can Jesus use anything. Me, You can use anything, you Lord, heart, you use man. me. God, you can use me, Lord. You can use anything, Lord. Yours, you can use Lord, I'm me. Yours, Lord. Use, me God. use my hands, Lord, and my feet. Hallelujah. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. Hallelujah. You can use You can use anything, Lord. You can use me. You can use anything, Lord. You can use
0: me.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right now, I want everybody to sing it together. Sing it without the music, Sister Stephanie. I want everybody to lift up your your voices to God. Lift your hands to God right now. If you can use anything, Lord, you can, you can use, use me. Come on, anything, sing it from your Lord, heart right... you
3: can use me. Come on, sing it from your
1: heart right now.
3: You can use anything. Hallelujah. Lord,
1: you use me. I am the church. I am God's called take ones. My
3: hands, Lord, I am take God's chosen church. Here's my heart, Lord. Speak through Come me. Come on, lift up your voice
1: right now. You can use. You One more time Sing it from your heart Now with music, let's sing it together right now. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can use anything,
3: Lord. You can use me. Praise God. Praise God.
1: lift our hands and worship the Lord together right now. God, we give you praise. God, we give you glory. We give you honor today.
0: Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we love you today. We worship you today, God. We
1: magnify you today, God. We lift up your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, again to our guests. We're so glad that you've come to be with us today. Lord bless you. Let's remember church tonight. Prayer meeting starts at 6.30. Let's be here early for prayer. Choir practice at 5.15. I need all of those in choir practice. I need all the musicians here. And they'll be here working on the sound. Lord bless you. See you here shortly. You can be dismissed in Jesus' name.